Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please refrain from eating or drinking while in the museum. Please stay with your guides at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. And we do ask that all of our guests leave their radioactive belongings outside of the museum. Thank you. Hello, hello. Welcome back into our delightful museum and discontinued on display. My name is Matt. I'm Chris. And today we are sticking back in those oldies. And gosh, I learned some really interesting things that I did not know before. I did not realize what we were talking. I'd heard about what we're talking about today in the past. um, And I did not realize how prominent its heritage and legacy are. Um, I was very thrown by that. I loved everything about this. You know, last episode we did clackers and I was, so because we did clackers before this episode, I did the clackers research first and I was like, oh man, this is really fun. This is going to be a great episode. And I think it did turn out to be a great episode. I was like, okay, and I got to do the research for the next one. I'm like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah, this was good. Um, This, uh, we are talking about the uh, Atomic Energy Laboratory. Um, also which, known as the most dangerous toy in the world. See, now I read that uh, it is the second most dangerous toy. What's um, the most dangerous? The most is lawn oh, darts. Is darts, j- yeah. darts. Which, which um, we we might get to at some point in the season. Maybe we'll save it for another exhibit. But I, my my relatives up north in northern Michigan, they still have a like original pair or you know set of lawn darts, and. Yeah, a um, uh, couple times that uh, there's been some close calls. <laughs> oh my god, have you played? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. And did you almost die? I mean, not almost die. I mean, we're very careful with it, but you know, someone throws a little bit long, and someone's you know talking to someone, and their foot is a, you know six inches away from. <laughs> it's a really satisfying sound that they hear it go thunk in the ground. I am. Uh, gobsmacked. Yeah, living on the edge over here. That's me. <laughs> danger, danger, Matt. Yeah, I I live in the danger zone with Kenny Loggins. So that's what I read is that this was. I mean, I mean, ultimately, debating what is the most dangerous and second most dangerous toy is kind of like debating. Uh, you know, hmm. Is dying by poison or dying uh, by, by impalement yeah. uh, worse? Like, I'm pretty sure both are bad. <laughs> I just think, I mean, again, this is, a, we talked about this with clackers. Like, why did anyone think this is a good idea? Um, now, this one, this one I can see being okay. So here's here's just a little bit of a fast background on uh, the Atomic Energy Lab Kit. It was only made... Um, in 1950 and 1951. So I think this to date might be our quickest turnaround on a discontinued product outside well, of maybe Crystal Pepsi. 
maybe Crystal Pepsi. And I want to say sold like only what, like 5,000 units? Yeah, under, I think it sold under five. They only ever, there were fewer than 5,000 total made. Um, and they didn't stop selling. Be- okay, so here's the problem. Here's the what we look back on and consider the big problem with the toy because Matt said poisoning. There's real radiation in yes. this toy. There is real uranium Radioact- yes. and radioactive material actually in this like um but that is not what gets this discontinued what gets this discontinued is it cost fifty dollars and back then i did the calculation that comes out in today's dollars today in 2021 to be 566 dollars and 40 cents for a radioactive lab kit yeah so so take out but take out the radioactive let's say it's just a really cool science kit because those things exist today Mm -hmm. if if a $566 science kit came out today, nobody would buy that. No. Um, so, the, I mean, that was really the downfall of it. You know, like you said, looking back, it's because there was actual uranium in there. But uh, it, in the moment, it was just it was just too heavy of a price tag. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like we need to start with so the inventor of this which oh my is, gosh please his name is alfred carlton gilbert and this this man a. sounds fascinating yeah say so what ac gilbert ac gilbert that's like a, it's their ac gilbert products it sounds like such a snake oil salesman to me yes so he was an american inventor athlete magician toy maker and businessman love it already um, there is a delightful photo of him as a fraternity man at Pacific University. Um, and then I have to try and remember to find that and put I never I haven't seen that. So I got to find that and put that in. the. Yeah, he, he looks like quite the delightful fellow. Um, and so as an athlete, he broke the world record for consecutive chin ups in 1900. It was 39 chin ups. Which I think I can do two consecutive chin-ups. What's uh, world rec- Do you know the world record today? I have no idea. Hang I, on. I, I want to know. No, no. Keep talking about okay. his accomplishments. Okay. You look that up. All right. And then he also broke the distance record for running long dive in 1902. Um, he invented the pole <gasps> vault box and set two world records in the pole vault. Yeah, you look shocked. Tell me, tell me what you found out. Oh, I'm sorry. This, this, he might have got a break. Because this one is within 24 hours. Because he just did in a row, right? Yes, in a row. It says consecutive. Oh, my God. According to Google, the person lives in Florida, set out to break the world record for most consecutive chin-ups is Lee Chin Young of Korea. Oh, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 what? This is worded weird. He didn't do this at age 70. (laughs) No. Okay, apparently this Korean gentleman is listed on the Guinness Book of World Records site for doing 612 chin-ups within two hours and 40 minutes. And this is consecutive. Oh, my gosh. Um, and apparently wow. he was 70 years old when he did this. Good for him. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, 1900 uh, was so, different than now. Sorry, Gilbert. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, so after that, um, he decided he was like going to study sports medicine. He earned his degree was in sports medicine. Um, and I I love this. 
I love this sentence as well. He left Pacific after 1902 and transferred to Yale University, financing his education by working as a magician and earning his degree in sports medicine. So this guy's smart. Like, he's a really smart guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But he decides not to pursue the medical career. He goes in and co-founds a manufacturer of magic sets, and um, that company later becomes the A.C. Gilbert Company. And And the the kit, real fast... um, the original name of the company uh, coincides with the magic kit. The original name of the company was Misto, M-Y-S-T-O, Manufacturing Company, and they sold the Misto Magic Kit. That's pretty cool. Um, he's probably most famous for uh, inventing the Erector set, mm-hmm. which was a metal toy construction set uh, first sold by A.C. Gilbert. I think you can still get Erector sets. I'm pretty sure you can, too. Um, like So I, So he, he was the brains behind that. And um, he was also, Chris, the man who saved Christmas in 1918. Tell me more. He saved Christmas. Like, let's like, okay. So, um, in 1918, of course, you know, world war one is, has been going on for four years. Yeah. And the council of national defense was considering a ban on toy production, which is what I'm assuming for like war efforts. Yeah. And Gilbert was the one that argued successfully against it. And so the press nicknamed him the man who saved Christmas. I, Okay. So what a guy I, Oh God, I need to, I need to do a program about that, man. I need to do something about that for work. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy seems super interesting. Like a a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, the fact that he was an athlete, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that this is kind of what he's probably best like this, this mistake because, um, which I, I don't even know, like at that time, if, if it's, it's hard to, Again, if now I were to come to you, Chris, and say, I created this kid's toy, it has active uranium in it. You wouldn't be like, yeah, sounds great to me. You would go, what are you doing? That's a stupid idea. No one's going to buy that. But the 50s are a different time, especially when this whole idea of atomic and nuclear energy, did I say that word right? I I have problems saying that word right. So um, ever since uh, our ever since our president, George W. Bush, had problems saying that word, I have problems saying that word. (laughs) Um, So um, like we wanted people, especially kids, to learn about this because we wanted them to take the next step in developing that type of energy. So Mm -hmm. like now we look at it and go, oh, my gosh, what a horrible idea. But like if you step back it doesn't seem as outrageous as but it also makes sense coming from gilbert because this wasn't his only science thing like he had all the there was the gilbert hall of science like like this that was like one of the taglines is they made microscopes and all these like ways for kids to get into science and i i fell down a little bit of a youtube rabbit hole with mr gilbert and there was like this like compilation of like long tv commercials for some of his products and what i loved is they're kind of gender neutral the packaging for the products really aren't it looks like on most of the packaging it's boys but you just made a face i'm sorry i i, I just found out something because i this is what happens when i research on the fly I, I i looked at deeper into my notes in this article so please um continue your thought and then i have a very fun thing to say okay i'm excited um but like there's one for a telescope, and most of the commercial is two 
young girls. Now they're looking at jewelry and flowers under the telescope, so it's still very marketed. Specific. Wait, is it a telescope or a microscope? Sorry, microscope. That's okay, me. I was like, wait a minute, how are they looking at jewelry and flowers with their yeah. telescope? <laughs> Ladies don't know how to do science, so but it's it, it, it's like showing that like this is a toy for girls. Like girls should be doing science, which for the fifties, the sixties, I thought, you know, snaps for Gilbert. That was amazing. Um, then there were two commercials. The Rector Set commercial was like very much like this is for boys. Like, <laughs> but it was like the boys will get like this is like boys will love to do this. I'm like, okay, we're getting specific. And then it like veered back off with so like when it came to like biology and chemistry, um, it was like anyone and for for any kid. Once you got into engineering, for reasons I don't understand, they marketed engineering specifically for boys. Um, but it's amazing to see the things that, like, you could do with these things. I mean, obviously, they had grown up professionals, like, doing things, and then they put kids next to them. But I was really impressed with this. And then, unfortunately, the company folds when Gilbert dies, pretty much right after Gilbert dies. He dies in 61, the company folds in 61, and they just sell off their bigger name products like Erector Sets to other toy companies. So his his product is still out there, this amazing legacy of getting kids engaged in science and engineering still exists and they they leave his tagline on the products like if you were to buy one today it probably will say something like developed at the gilbert hall of science so his, his name still lives on even though his company doesn't what's that cool thing that you freaked out about okay so um what is his legacy now you know we talked about that well Gosh, how can I learn more about AC Gilbert? You're sitting you're sitting there going, I just I don't even want to hear about the toy now. I want to hear more about it. Honestly, should we just call this episode AC Gilbert and We should. <laughs> because we haven't talked about the toy yet. Yes. We've talked about um, him for 15 so minutes. He has an autobiography. It is called The Man Who Lives in Paradise. Um mm. and uh it is this autobiography reads like an exciting adventure tale because Gilbert led a remarkable life. So, um, kind of cool. And, uh, so let's see, there's a museum in Gilbert's birthplace of Salem, Oregon. Uh, the museum comprises of several historical structures, including the house of Gilbert's uncle, Andrew T. Gilbert. And, uh, also the television movie, the man who saved Christmas. I need to see that immediately. I immediately need to see it. Who plays him? I I, guess who plays him. Oh my God. I get to gas like someone. Does AC Gilbert play him? No, no. It's, it's, he, it's, it's a very famous, uh, it's a famous actor, like a very famous TV actor. I would say he's been in movies, but I would say he is most famous for doing a, he, he, uh, playing a character in a very famous TV show. Um, can I have the year of the TV show? Hang on, let me look or like up the, the decade. Yeah, let me look up the year of. I mean, it is still on right now. It's still like it still airs, or it's in. It reruns? still airs. Um, it was a nine-season sitcom beginning in 1989 to 1998. Um, yeah, it, so it's still on right now. Of like reruns, fans love it. A very big pop culture thing. Um, the yes. only okay, I'm thinking like, gosh. I don't know who Jason Alexander. Jason oh my Alex- God. Jason yes. Alexander. You should have said he was in the Brandy Cinderella. That would have oh. got me. Oh yeah. And cause right now that other version of Cinderella is really popular. I haven't seen it, but I'm a Brandy stand Cinderella. So back off. 
Like, I do not acknowledge this weird new version. Ed Asner is in this movie. I was going to say Ed Asner. Yeah, Ed Asner is in this. He is. He plays, um, I believe, uh, Alfred Gilbert's dad. I, I need to see this immediately. Is yeah. it on YouTube? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking right wow. now. I don't know. But it was. it's a broadcast on CBS television in 2002. It was released on DVD and Blu-ray in 2008. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's so it's it says the full movie is on here. We're gonna say I'm gonna click on it. I don't know if this is a lie or not. I I'm oh my gosh, it better be. It better not be some foolish like I need to pay for it. This Christmas we need to do a audio commentary. Okay, it looks like the full movie is on here. Why do I know that actor? I'm, it looks I'm like it's so starred... excited. He's in a Santa suit. I, it's gonna be good. It starred very famous people. <laughs> Oh my gosh! We you know, probably talk about the Atomic Lab. Kit. Consider us AC Gilbert stands now. Like we are, uh, you know, We've we are going it to this whole time. We're definitely going to bring up AC Gilbert at Thanksgiving. Uh, at least I am. Uh, absolutely. So we I have- want AC Gilbert to be your daughter's um, like, like Christmas hero. Like not Rudolph, not Frosty. They're not going to hear. They're young enough for like. They're not going to remember the stories you tell yet. So from here on out, it has to just be A.C. Gilbert. I'm going to make A. sure A.C. That- Gilbert is going to come down our chimney. We need to leave him uranium ore. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that we watch The Man Who Saved Christmas every, every year. year. Exclusively. Nothing else. <laughs> every year. Every year on repeat. Oh, I'm obsessed. Oh, okay. We probably should talk about the actual we product now. We should talk now. about the product now. <laughs> okay, I have to say, like, the product... Okay, sorry, I have to get out of my internet rabbit hole. The product seemed really, really cool. Like... It is really cool. It's also it can, $500. Yeah, but but still, like, so it contains a cloud chamber. You can watch alpha particles traveling at, like, 12,000 miles per second. It's got a... Hang on, I have to... Uh, uh, the spintheroscope? which is yes. a device for observing individual nuclear disintegrations caused by the interaction of ionizing radiation with a phosphor or a scintillator. Okay, uh, listeners, just I'm going to put this out there. I have no idea what any of these words mean. I have no idea what any of this means. I am just reading uh, information to you. Um, I am not a scientist. Uh, I, I did that this is not we say that far much. too much on this podcast we're not doctors we're not scientists <laughs> we're not doctors we're not scientists you know we just we just have internet that's what we have <laughs> we have internet and time <laughs> um but my favorite thing that this came with came with a whole bunch of stuff my favorite uh 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 thing that it came with was the gilbert catalog <laughs> and it it included a reassur- reassurance that and i quote all radioactive materials included with the Atomic Energy Lab have been certified as completely safe by Oak Ridge Laboratories, part of the Atomic Energy Commission. So I watched um, a video from the Museum of Science and Industry about this, and the curator who did the video went to that the Gilbert and everyone insisted that this toy was safe. It's still, there's still radiation in it. It exists. And even she went, granted, it is low levels of radiation. So is it probably going to hurt you? No. Should you still have it next to you for like a full day? No, you shouldn't. And the packaging is really cute. Like it's in a fake skin or as a fake snake skin, like suitcase looking thing. 
And yeah, you look it, very sciencey when you're using this toy. And it came with um it came with a couple like really cute pamphlets. So it had the instruction manual, it had a booklet on how to prospect uranium, and it had a comic, a Dagwood comic, like the comic yes. strip. Yes, that Dagwood would like tell you the benefits of like of, he's splitting in the atom. Yes. <laughs> Um, I love that Dagwood was a part of this. But then the reason that you have a book about how to prospect for uranium is because there's a Geiger counter in the kit. Yeah. And like somewhere like on the like product, it says that the U.S. government pays $10,000 for anyone who can find a uranium deposit. So like, it's like, hey, let's like go, like come on, kids, kids, let's go outside with our Geiger counters and make some money. Like I, I loved, when I was a kid, I used to love like one of my favorite toys um, I, I hope we get a chance to talk about it, um, was called Dr. Dreadful. And it was a fake mad scientist laboratory kit with like plastic beakers and stuff. And you made edible, like creepy looking stuff. And it was all sugar, but it was so much fun. And because doing the little sciencey things was really fun. So he really does tap into a really cool yeah, I mean, it, niche it, with this. It it was a well researched set. Like it, it was a scientist, like real scientists, input had input into this, so it was right. Um, you got just, four like separate things of uranium. I mean, like it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Though I, I do think it's funny. Um, so in in you know, mercury is one of the things that we've learned that's you know not great for you to be around. Mm -hmm. But um, like, if you talk to like our parents, they're like, yeah, they gave us that to play with when we were in school. And so there was one day in high school that we were in like second hour. So it was like 9am. So we had just gotten the day started and all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off. And of course, like if you're in a school and really in any place and the fire alarm goes off, does everyone get up in a panic and start running? No, we, we all look around at each other and go, Oh, do we need to like leave? Do we have to get out? Because we're just so used to everything being a drill. Do you um, remember? Um, I think you were still working with me when this happened, when the fire alarm went off during a program and you and I in two different areas, but communicating via um, like a, a, a video chat system stopped and just kind of looked at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody ran. Our boss yelled at all of us. She's like, nobody ran. Like there could have been a fire and you all just stood around and went, huh? Well, and, and sorry, this, I'm going down another rabbit hole here, but yeah, that's the, it, it's funny to me how, yeah, when the fire alarm goes off, I'm not, I don't think there's a fire. I just think, you know, I just, you know, some, you know, whatever, something's happening. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to have a drill. We're testing out the alarms, whatever, who cares? Um, which is sad. Uh, I should have like more, um, uh, urgency when I hear a fire alarm, but, uh, um, you know, at, at least I, I know what to do and at work, especially with the fire alarm going off today, I took a walk before we recorded and I walked down this path that's by a bunch of residential houses. And there was probably like a five-year-old helmet on kind of like spread eagled laying in the grass. His bike is a good distance away, and it's upright. It's not like he fell off the bike. And as I got closer, I'm like, is he breathing? He's breathing. His eyes are open. He's just looking up at the sky. And I had this moment, like, do I approach the child? Is he just being a child? Like, and I started to walk away, but then I, like, I took my headphones out, and I kind of looked back, and I look ahead of me again, and there's a woman coming towards me, like, at a fast pace, and I just go, is he yours? Is he okay? Like... <laughs> 
Do I need to do something? Like, is he just being a kid? Is there danger? Uh, yeah, it's 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 tough with like knowing dangerous things. So anyway, we're in high school, you know, fire alarm goes off. And so we're like, whatever, we, you know, go out. And it became clear after a while that like, oh, something went down because we're not going back in. You know, with fire drills, you like stand outside for three minutes and then, okay, everyone back inside. So we're standing out there and there's nobody there and there's nobody there. And, you know, it, they're like, we're not going back in, not going back in. And the fire department comes and I'm like, oh, shoot, something happened. Okay, this is interesting. Well, it turns out somebody broke a mercury thermometer, a tiny one, and there was mercury. And so they had to send us home. So we were the only school in the area because like, it wasn't like a district when I was just our school. So I showed up at home at like 9.45, 10 o'clock. And my mom's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, there was a mercury spill. And she's like, there was a what? I was like, I don't know, someone broke a mercury thermometer. So we all had to go home. And she's like, what do you mean? We played with that when I was a kid. How was I'm like, I don't know. They just told me to go home. You can call the school, mom. <laughs> Why would you go home for a mercury spell? Because um, they have to de- they have to like wipe everything down, decontaminate because if it like gets in the air ducts um, that, you know, then it's like in the air ducts, we're all breathing it in. Oh, my if, gosh. You know, if we all then in 10 years, everyone from Carmen Ainsworth High School, you know, like class of. 2006 to 2009 probably um uh maybe a little bit later than that you know got mercury poisoning we could all you know sue the school and stuff like that so um there just wasn't as much of a i i I think the 50s and 60s especially with that like walk it off like you know whatever what's a radiation poisoning never hurt anybody rub some dirt in it have a cigarette yeah my my favorite ad ad campaign was um, Barbasol did this ad campaign where it was this old timey baseball player. He's like, hi, I'm a baseball player, you know, in, in like, you know, 1910. I'm about to I'm about to pitch 19 innings and then go have a breakfast of cigars and scotch. <laughs> oh, but it's true. <laughs> I just cracked up because I'm like, oh, it's not wrong. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I just don't think there was, there was as much of a worry about long-term effects of that kind of stuff. Whereas now we know the long-term effect Mm -hmm. of that stuff, which, I mean, that's, that's anything. I mean, asbestos falls into that lead paint falls into Mm -hmm. that, that, that just was a thing that was used and we didn't realize that the long-term effects were there until later. I mean, asbestos, I I find this fascinating. We used asbestos in gas masks in world war one. We were literally filtering poison out with another poison. Yeah. But it's just like we just, you know, whatever. I mean, we didn't know the long term effects of it. So um, but just a really, really cool set. But it had active uranium in it. And that, you know, radiation causes a myriad of of problems. And that that just is even low levels for elongated period of time. So I, I guess it's probably good that like less than 5,000 units were sold of this mm-hmm. because I mean, I, I could not find anything of like, I had this set and now I have radiation poisoning. I, I didn't find any article. I looked, um, my search history is going to be very strange as it always is when for this podcast and all the other podcasts that I do. Um, it's just odd. I, I shouldn't say odd. It, it, I was a little bit surprised that there wasn't someone that had like come out and been like, I had one and either I had a problem or I didn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I don't think all 5,000 of them ever sold. 
And again, there's there's fewer than 5,000 that exist, and I'm sure a lot of them are in museums. Did you check eBay? I did check eBay. You know I checked eBay. I always check eBay. Can I buy one of these? That probably... You can buy literally one. Like, eBay will sell that? There's one on eBay for $1,000. Wow. Wow. I can't believe that eBay would sell that. Like that. Well, like I, you know, even a scientist said that really there's so the levels of radiation are super, super low. They probably won't hurt you, and it's theoretically a scientific artifact, not a um, scientific a historical artifact. Okay. Um, how angry do you think? What What would be my wife's reaction if I said, "Hey, honey, I just bought this on eBay. It's a really cool science kit for our kid." It has active uranium. I think she might be more upset that you spent a thousand dollars on it than the fact that it had. <laughs> You're <uranium>. not wrong, because <laughs> at the very least, she you've bought her a poison with which to kill you for spending that much money. <laughs> she just like secretly puts it under my pillow, and <laughs> you know this sounds like a really good like Law and Order episode, or. Uh, like a mystery crime drama episode where like, gosh, how did this person get radiation poisoning in the suburbs of New York? And, and like, it comes out that like they, they bought up like seven AC Gilbert, uh, 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 radiation atomic energy kits and, and killed the person through radiation poisoning. I would, that would be an expensive kill. Like yeah, that would but run I you mean, about eight thousand dollars to kill someone. Yeah, but also like, if you really want, okay, I, I don't actually know the mind of killers because, um, uh, spoiler alert, I'm not a killer. Um, Makes one of us. Uh, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Um, I, I guess I there. There's probably something in our museum about this, right? That you have an article about, like in the exhibit about you. No, I just let people find that out by surprise. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I am surprised. Um, but, you know, if if you really wanted somebody dead and wanted to do it in a sneaky way, I mean, $8,000, whatever. <laughs> right? I don't know. Yep, that's how that works. <laughs> like, like, are, are you really going like, oh, man, I really want this guy gone, but it's going to cost me $8,000. You know what? Whatever. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. All right. We've really transitioned into some really weird conversations. This but you know been- what? A very strange episode. It's a very strange product. But I I mean, I guess this is where, you know, I thought about, well, should this come back? And it's like, mm-hmm. it kind of didn't go away. Like science kits are still a thing. They just don't have uranium in them. This is what I think should come back. I think the Gilbert Hall of Science line of products should come back. I think some company, I don't think it needs to like reestablish I think we've gone we've gone too far into the there's no unique companies. Hasbro probably owns every little company that has part of it. So Hasbro just needs to come out with a subsidiary. I don't actually know who owns the Erector set, but I'm on a computer. I can figure it out in two seconds. Um, <laughs> to the Google Erector sets. Um. Oh, a lot of people do. That's part of the problem. I don't know who owns the original Erector set. Just someone needs to buy up the, his patents and create a new product line called Gilbert's, the Gilbert Hall of Science. I think it's such a cool, I don't know that, that concept when I, 
when I was doing research on the kit, I didn't know that that existed. And so when I saw from the Gilbert Hall of Science, I was like, okay, well, what is that? And then that's how I found out who AC Gilbert was. That was my rabbit hole to get me there. And I found him as an individual so fascinating and what a cool way to honor somebody who did something really cool and also apparently can do 31 chin-ups in a row. 39. 39, I'm sorry, chin-ups in a row. Um, then by you know bringing what? that product line back to me, because that's also just a cool, very like noir romantic, exciting like name for a product line. Like that's what I think should come back. You know, really, I think what we've determined is who cares what product comes back? AC Gilbert needs to like his name. Bring him back, back, pull him out of the ground. No, and no, no. I, I don't. I, fill I, him I, with I, uranium and get him moving again. I don't want to resurrect anybody, um, but I'd like. I need more movies and shows. And there's, a, do you know, there's a children's museum that's an AC Gilbert children's museum. But that I makes love sense. It. He like he did all this yeah. engineering things for kids. Like what a like. Like, I would kill to work at the A.C. Gilbert Museum. Are you kidding me? That sounds so fun. Yeah, you should make an A.C. Gilbert month at your at your museum. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, like, I'm not kidding. I'm going to go in tomorrow and I'm be like, guys, there's this person and we got to figure out how to talk about him. We, we need to so write cool. We need to write a, you need to write a screenplay or a play, a stage play of A.C. Gilbert. So, I mean, I write, I do, like, theatrical writing for work. So, like, yeah, it's not yeah. out of the realm of possibility. Get me the, and, and it needs to be a musical, and, ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. So, really, that's what needs to come back. Every, anything, AC, t-shirts, hats, you know, get me the AC Gilbert product. I want famous quotes of AC Gilbert written on shirts and ins- inspirational, uh, you know, plaques that I can put up in my kitchen. And as I'm cooking dinner, be like, you're right, AC Gilbert, you're right. I should have more uranium in my house. <laughs> I should put more uranium in the spaghetti sauce. That will make it taste better. Good old AC Gilbert. Thank you so much for, for being you. Um, yes. And being yeah. a, it, like a, genuinely, a we don't meet like I, I do not mean the sarcastic like like genuinely. I am. This man is fascinating to me and I am absolutely going 100% watch the man who saved Christmas with Jason Alexander. I want, do you want to go to this museum? Because we've talked about taking field trips. I mean, it's we in Oregon. <laughs> Okay, Matt, we said we need to go to the Big McDonald's in Florida to have a McPizza. Yeah, but like that has Disney World there. That's more likely I'm going to be there than Oregon. But we're going to go for the A.C. Gilbert Museum. I mean, A.C. Gilbert, It like, okay, um, um, like, w- let's wait till COVID calms down um, because I'm sure. No, I wanna, li- I'm risking my life. <laughs> For the A.C. Gilbert Museum. Are you kidding AC me? A.C. Gilbert risked his life by putting uranium and all this stuff. I'm going to risk my life and the lives of others to go Other to the children. Museum. Other children <laughs> at a children's museum. Uh, if you have been to the A.C. Gilbert Children's Museum, uh, please let us know. Um, we would love to email us about your experience. Like, I, I, I want a novel about how, uh, how you enjoyed your time. I want to and know. also, if anyone works for the AC Gilbert Museum and wants to have us out, we will do an on-location podcast. Like, if, if please, like, tweet oh at my the God, AC Gilbert Children's heartbeat. Museum. Like, uh, I I know we don't have many fans, but please oh, no. make Matt, this you... happen. Oh. I I really want this to happen. Like, I, I really want this to happen now. It's not going to. I don't think so. But I'll put it out there. Um, please, like, like spam AC Gilbert's so, Children's Museum with how big of fans we are of AC Gilbert now 
and we, we could reach like... out to them and just say we want to do a whole episode can you like will you meet with us and just do a quick thing that's totally a thing we can do okay maybe we'll do that stay tuned maybe we just will become the ac gilbert podcast <laughs> I- i'm not mad at it anyway before we anyway. before we completely throw our museum in the air Matt, where can they find us? You can email us. If you want to send us that email about your um, novel, about uh, your A.C. Gilbert uh, Children's Museum experience, or anything else uh, discontinued products-wise, suggestions for episodes, other stuff like that, you can email us, discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at discontinuedpod. Instagram is at discontinuedondisplay. Um, Hang on. Um, uh, The... AC Gilbert. Okay. Um, are they on social media? They have to be. While like, Matt's okay. finding the social media, I'm going to remind you guys to take this time to rate and review us. Um, those five stars on wherever you're listening, they really help. Subscribing really helps. Um, it pushes us forward into suggested podcasts for other listeners so other people can find us and hang out at our museum. Uh, and we just want as many people to come and hang out and have as much fun and learn as we do every week. So, Make sure you're giving us those good reviews and those five stars because it really, really, really does help. Did you find what you were looking for? I haven't. I found the board and their team. Their team looks wonderful. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Uh, we, I'll, I'll, I'll look at this later. Sorry. I'm on a now full tangent here. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's close up this museum uh, for the night and uh, we'll go do uh, some more. We got to do some more research on AC Gilbert. Nope. Found oh. it. Oh, you did? Oh, man. The Gilbert fantastic. House? Yeah, the Gilbert the House. The official Instagram? They do have an official Instagram. I'm going to shout them out. Um, they, it's um, at Gilbert underscore house. Um, I'm probably going to follow them because I'm a creep. Um, oh, hang on. I'm absolutely doing this. Hey, follow at Gilbert House. Go follow underscore at house, house. Yes. Please do it. Support, you know, support a probably smaller. Mu- I shouldn't say that. That's rude. Um, they might be a smaller museum. They might not be. It's a. That's a cute house. I want to live at the Gilbert yeah, it's, house. Yeah, it's it's adorable. I just look. They have no. Uh, they have no um, uh, job opportunities there right now. Um, they haven't heard this podcast yet. Okay, I'm I am now following. There's them. a bubble factory. Yeah, I, like this looks like a fun place. Don't tell my boss that I'm gonna go here. Um, <laughs> Okay, we're, <laughs> our listeners don't need to hear us research and follow the Gilbert House, but go follow Gilbert underscore house, uh, please. Uh, and discontinued on display, I suppose. Okay. I guess um, We will uh, uh, see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.